Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good afternoon, St. Louis. DGS on KMOX. Happy Tuesday to you. What a difference a day makes. I'm not even kidding. The sun's out. Uh, I got in my Jeep with no back window. I turned it on, which is always a surprise. And uh, the thermometer popped up and it said 7 degrees. I'm like, oh. That's fine. Yeah, that's okay. yeah, that's fine. When it's negative two, this feels that's pretty good. That's what it was yesterday. When I yeah. got in the car, I'm like, oh, this is not good. It feels Wait till good. tomorrow when it's supposed to be in the 30s. I know. It's going to feel crazy. We're going to be like, is this Florida? Michael Kelly's with us. What are you, a no back window? Are you, are you a Hoosier? What's going on? <laughs> you just answered your own question. <laughs> yeah. Here's, I'll tell you exactly what happened. I bought the Jeep 10 years ago. And uh, it's a soft top with soft sides, and you've wheels and Andrew have helped me put the the windows on and off. The side ones, yeah, yeah. It's mm. not fun. No, it's a no. pain. Yeah, and so the back one's the worst one. So I tried to put it on one, so I took it off and then tried to put it back on, and it didn't go well. I'm like, I'm just gonna make this my thing, and uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so I've been making my thing ever since. That's <laughs> what I'm known for. Kevin and I can figure it out. Is it brutal? You wanted driving down here with that wind whipping through. It's re- it's so weird because. It, it when you get in the Jeep in the morning, it's exactly the same temperature as it is outside. <laughs> it just is. So that's not great. But they have pretty good heaters, and it heats up fairly quickly. So the answer is it's terrible, yeah. but it's, like, survivable. Huh. And then I think I see a guy my age, similar level of success in a suburban, you know, and I'm like, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Looks pretty nice, actually. The one, that, the one that you can like get on the app and start from yes. your house about ten minutes yes. before you're gonna leave. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly that one. Those are the best. Does the heater even do anything? What do you mean? When the oh it, yeah yeah okay it does. You could feel it. It does. Yeah. yeah. And I'll say this: when it's like forty degrees, I love it because I uh, am also known for opening my windows. Yeah. Turning on the air conditioner and lighting a fire in the fireplace. Okay. Like, my comfort's very important. It's like being in a hot spring. Exactly. That's exactly it. Yeah. Like a hot tub when it's when it's uh, cold out. Yeah. So, yeah, it's not too bad. Um, <clears throat> man, I need to get a life. I was I was getting a soda right before we went on, and it's uh, Fox 2's afternoon show, and they have a close-up of someone playing a guitar. That's all I see is the guitar, and I go, oh, that's Jimmy. <laughs> so I played with him for so long, I know his guitars, and sure enough, they, they can out, and there's Jimmy. I'm like, yeah, it's right where my life needs That's to be. Um, what the hell? It's funny. Michael Kelly's with us. You'll appreciate this, Mike. Uh-huh. The very first time I went to New York, I went back in law school with my pal who is from Jersey, and we, at, where this came from, Rach is going back to Japan. 
And she was just there a few weeks ago, and she was like, yeah, it might be a little soon, but, you know, we just loved it so much. And it made me think of the very first time I went to New York, we went to this bar on a pier, and I met a girl. And it didn't go anywhere, but, like, I had fun, and I met a girl and talked to her for a couple hours. <laughs> so we're there for, like, three days. The second day, Ricky is like, where do you want to go? We're in New York City. I'm like, we can go to that bar by the pier. <laughs> now, it would be defensible if she said, like, meet me here tomorrow or something. She didn't. We just went our separate ways. That's it. It wasn't to see her. I'm like, I met a girl at that one bar out of 10,000 bars. Let's go to the same one. And we did. And I met no one. And it was stupid. And I'm sitting there. And Ricky's like, you know, there's like a million bars. I'm like, I'll just kind of hang here. <laughs> My comfort she comes back. Right? Right? No. I mean, we are superstitious creatures sometimes. I guess we are. Yeah. So dumb. It's mm-hmm. kind of like when you're looking for a restaurant, you know? Like, well, let's go. There's there's so many options, but you go to the same three same one. or four mm-hmm. the same thing. every time. Yeah. yeah. Even when I order on the, on the you know, the, yep. the dashing. Yep. I get the same stuff. I need a ruling on that. Uh, we have a former Dasher here who was mm-hmm. fired for unknown reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's wild to me. I was thinking about that the other day just on my own oh, for no reason, getting known. mad. They're known. I was getting mad. Oh, do you know what it is? No, but I guarantee you he does. Well, you said no, that you don't you, know. I showed you the email. <laughs> and they refuse to tell you. that they haven't officially told you. I refuse to believe, knowing it you. It doesn't seem right. But you don't have an educated guess. I have no idea. It was because it wasn't anything for the actual driving. It was for the ordering. <laughs> So I ordered they, something so horribly <laughs> that they banned me from uh, any association with them ever again. I love it. So anyway, here's my here's my question. Uh, obviously, we all know it's been negative degrees and snow outside and the whole thing. So you want to order DoorDash, but you feel bad because you're making someone else do the driving. But they're obviously, that's what they're doing for a job at that moment. See what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Do you feel any guilt when it's especially cold or snowy or dangerous, or you're like, well, they're out there waiting for an order. No, nah, just tip a little more. Yeah, just right, a little right, bit right. more than. Yeah. Maybe yeah. That I think is because I felt a little weird. I ordered uh, Chinese food on Sunday night just from like the store, and and they came out and delivered it, and I felt a little guilty from the Chinese like, food store. No, like from like a Chinese restaurant. Like they, it wasn't through DoorDash or anything. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Oh. oh, that I could see a little bit. Yeah, I actually feel a little different about that because they have to go out, whereas a DoorDasher is choosing to work that day. You right. know what I mean? Like, you're a monster. Yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. <laughs> I what I meant to say is I ordered it through DoorDash, um, so I'm a yep. good I'm a good person. Uh, but no, I, I felt a little I felt a little weird about it because it's like you know, in general, I think if it's like if if road conditions are bad. If it's like snowy and icy and whatever, eat the eat the two week old you know chili that you got in the fridge or whatever. Don't don't order. <laughs> Our eat, only eat option. that ramen. But, yeah, but eat the then, stuff eat you don't. That but ramen. Then don't you have DoorDashers just sitting there waiting for someone to call them and they're not? Sometimes, sometimes not. I mean, some. I mean, no one makes you get out and do it. No, no. And some people will choose to go out on a on a night like that. But I, 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 I just, see why you got banned. <laughs> I just think it's maybe just. Even if someone's willing to put themselves in that position, don't help them be put in that position. But if it's just cold, that's fine. And yeah, I think to Chris's point, tipping extra in, in on days like days like this or days like that is a, is definitely a must. I saw a ring cam video about this. Some guy was delivering food in a snowstorm, and he gets to the door, and they had not included a tip in in the order itself. Mm-hmm. And when they didn't give him one, he's like, you know what? 
I almost got in three accidents the way here. I'm just going to take this food and go home. So he just walked away with the food. <laughs> this is going to be my tip. I'm So you can file See, a complaint, where, whatever. That's where it gets interesting, right? Because to Dave's point, he is choosing, even if that, yeah, that's his job for the day or whatever, but he is choosing to go out yeah. on this day when it's like this. But then when you order food, you are sort of putting them in that weird position where now they have this time constraint and they're careening all, all, all around the road and they're almost getting into a bunch of accidents mm-hmm. and then they are mad by the time they show up because you only tipped 5% or whatever and they want a way bigger tip for all the danger they put themselves in. It just creates... But didn't you say that they can it. see what the tip is before they yeah. get... Or they see how much money they're going to get before the delivery? They see how much money they're going to get. They don't see how much the tip is. Okay. But they can figure it out. But you can generally yeah. figure out, yeah. like, I'm probably getting tipped like two bucks for the Wheels, I don't remember whether it was Rach or Andrew that said it, but it really made me laugh. So it's too cold in the office to eat where we usually do. So we're sitting out in the common area. And Wheels came in a little late late because we knew he had to get a haircut because it's been two weeks. And um, (laughs) so he comes in, just got out of his his, uh, sweet bitchin' Camaro with a spoiler, wearing a leather jacket with his high and tight ginger hair. And someone goes, he's really leaning into that bully thing, (laughs) isn't he? Well, that jacket's like 25 years old also. It's scary. Yeah. I'd be afraid of It says like 590 the ticket in Montreal on the front, too. Was it from a, a sports jacket? Yeah, yeah. A You're leather Canadian? I did, I did their, I did their uh, it was placed in uh, Montreal. I went on their morning show every day for like two years, beca- or every week for two years because I was coming off the air on my overnight show, and I was doing baseball stuff with them, and like that was their payment. They sent me the sweet jacket. Huh. That's did you really speak nice. French? What? Did you speak French? On that? No, I couldn't do that. I couldn't do a radio interview in it. Mm. Just wondering. No. What percentage of your clothes do you think are free? And, and oh, French. good question. <laughs> That's a good um, question. Right now, probably 20%. That's a lot lower than I thought. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, 10 years ago, it might have been more. That like, counts- I, used to, I used to have all kinds of Camo X shirts and Cardinal stuff. I don't have anything. That anymore. includes gifts, though. Like the like your lions. Oh, you're counting you gifts, gift? or oh, I thought you just meant like. Oh, I just meant free stuff, not gifts. Gift, right, right. Gift like different. you know, like oh, swag. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's probably at le- it's no higher than 20. percent Oh, that's interesting. Used to be more, I think. I don't like giveaway stuff because it's usually so douchey, which is why I really insist like my on jacket. Is that what our you're stuff. A lot like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when you get out of Camaro, it looks cool. I know. Uh, no, like giveaway stuff. I think people try too hard. They make it too much, too splashy, yeah. too colorful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it has to be this cold though for me to actually go to a winter jacket. I just, oh, me too. I, just, I could never picture you going to a store and trying on leather jackets to <laughs> yeah. pick one oh, you like. God no, <laughs> just never. God oh, no. I would love to be on that shopping trip. <laughs> Here, let's see, let, let me go through how I got my jackets. I've got oh, no. that jacket freebie from doing radio stuff. I got another jacket that my dad had and didn't want anymore. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. That's good for cleaning snow, like like outdoor work in the cold. Uh, I've got a trench coat that my father-in-law gave me. That's and... creepy. Oh, wow, I love trench coats. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those like London fog, like long, yeah, the dark old blue ones. You should never wear that. That is I, really funny. You know You're what? not a trench coat <laughs> guy. No, you know what? I've only worn it once in like the last 15 years, and I wore it uh, to be in a movie. Does it hit the ground? Jack the Ripper, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no, you gotta understand. It's like a little kid wearing his dad's thing. My father in law is six foot two, six foot one. You look like Stiney and like, the little rascal. It's like two oh. little five year olds, like one sitting on the, each other's shoulder. Like, that's what it looks like. <laughs> like a Hogwarts professor. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sweet. <laughs> Hogwarts professor. <laughs>
<laughs> it kind of raises, it kind of runs off the top of your shoes. Like that's about how low it goes. That's another thing. So this whole stretch, well, all winter, I haven't worn a coat. Not what? to schnooks, not to work. No. Yeah, for this, I do. Why do men do that? Because it's a great women question. put a coat on. It's a great question. I mean, I don't know if it's if it's bred into us or it's like as a as a kid you never want to wear a coat. Uh, I don't know. I'm still like a 12 year old boy. I just don't. Uh, <laughs> I just never think about putting a coat on. It's you know. I mean, there's a I think an element of pride to it, right? Like this cold, yeah. it's just an extra thing. Me. That's what I don't like about it. Like an yeah, extra thing. But just so you know, no one's looking at you going like, yeah. it is so cool. Yeah, look at that <laughs> badass. <laughs> that guy's a badass. <laughs> That's what they say when they see my leather jacket, though. <laughs> so we said, <laughs> we, we screamed when you walked in the room. They were like, ah, oh, this guy's a badass. I guess I'm not a man because I brought a scarf. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, another, that's another Chris level, man. Gloves, scarf. That's another level. Well, just I got used to it. The scarf was too much. It was not too You're much. wearing a scarf in the office. Have you been in that office? <laughs> it's very yeah. cold. It's freezing it's, in there. It's very cold, but I mean, come on. Do, do you see me wearing it now, stupid? I'm look. <laughs> as a man, why are you wearing a scarf at work? Oh, because it was cold in there. Ow! Mm. What the hell? Would Did you, you shock right? yourself? I just got a shock in my ears through my it's, headphones. This studio, we need to have the humidifier on, but we keep forgetting to fill it up. It's all good you one. will get shocked. <laughs> it's on and you yeah. got shocked? That's yeah. messed up. <laughs> Oh, man. Rach, remember when I, when I went through my Lenny Kravitz stage? Oh, yeah. Lots of scarves. Yeah. Then. So oh, yeah? Probably oh, I love eight, a scarf. Eight years ago, and it all happened because I was skinny. And uh, <laughs> once you get skinny, Mike, you know this, you're like, well, I should take this out for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> and I started wearing mostly short sleeve shirts to show my guns. Uh, beanies, but not a beanie like I wear now. A beanie like... Uh, like those really teeny, a lot of extra ones? fabric. No, no, no. I know what you mean. The big ones. Yeah, oh, extra fabric. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. okay. Like, uh, like, um, like a Rasta beanie. Very much so. Okay. Yes, like the bass player on No Woman, No Cry. When it was, <laughs> and, and then a scarf mm-hmm. that just went around and hung. Yeah. And I remember going to Ruth Chris to meet Doc Hagen and and Doctor Bays, and I walked in like that, and they'd never they hadn't seen that look yet. And I mean, they fell apart. <laughs> they fell apart laughing. And thank God we were in a little private room. They were dying. There were literally tears coming out of their face. And I fought through it. I was just like, you guys just don't get it. You just don't get it. You're a couple of middle-aged old daughtery doctors, and I'm cool. And I'm skinny. And look at me. I'm cool. And every now and then, because there's a million photographs of me out there, and every time I see one of those, I'm like, oh, that was a bad one. <laughs> that was a bad one. <laughs> <laughs> I got no problem with it. Bring it back. They looked better on him than they did on you, Chris. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Knives and, out. Andrews. <laughs> I'm just saying. He's wearing a scarf when these I came two, in. These two had beef earlier today. Something's going on. He's calling Andrews yeah. stupid and Andrews. Well, he is. I have a compliment for you, Ron. <laughs> uh, I was going into the, the one-holer bathroom, and Ron was coming out. At any time you pass someone, you're like, here we go. And I walked in there. I just had to meet the smell on my own terms. It smelled like a cologne store. It was wonderful. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> nice. It was that's like me. Christmas at Macy's. Yeah. He didn't even use cologne. Yeah. That's just his natural. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> that's really weird. I, <laughs> I go to the bathroom and it smells like bolo. <laughs> <laughs> what are you eating, man? I ooze it. See, we've talked about this. It's the one too far. Pasta house? (laughs) How I wish. How I wish. That's next. (laughs) 
125 DGS. Do you think of this? This is a TikTok I saw, but I believed it was real. Uh, it was a girl, 20s, maybe late 20s, who had been to Planet Fitness, and on her way out, a manager called her aside and basically said, uh, in the most friendly, apologetic kind of way, hey, we've had several members uh, complain that you smell. Oh. Oh no! And uh, and she was crying, and she's like, I I mean, I I do everything normal people do. I wash and I wear clean clothes, but I'm at a gym and I'm sweating. And she was clearly like, this is unfair, and I can't believe they did this to me. But you know, if a bunch of people say you, like, what do you think? Oof. Well. I, oh, that's a, First that's of all, tough. we'd never go back, right? Well, last thing yeah. I'm doing is filming myself crying about it and posting yeah. it on the internet. Welcome that's, to 2024. That's, that's, that's why you wonder if it's real, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because yeah. who would do that to themselves being humiliated? Yeah. But maybe. I mean, clearly we see a lot of that type of stuff. I, mean, I don't know. I, what, what, I mean, yeah, I don't know what you do about that. If I'm the manager, I don't know that I'm going to have that conversation unless it, but I mean, I don't know how bad it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like. If, if you're getting constant complaints, don't you have to say something? Yes. Is it a medical condition? It has to be. It can right? be. It doesn't have to be, but it can be. It's like bad breath. Bad breath can be both, yeah. you know, poor habits and also, you know, just something chronic that you deal with. She also said, this is what really made me kind of want to talk about it. She said, I thought Planet Fitness, their slogan was no judgment. Oh. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's a good point, but also... Parentheses, unless you smell. I, well, I think there's a difference. <laughs> I think there's a difference between like judging, like if somebody looks like me goes in and you know wearing jeans and tries to get on the treadmill or whatever. I think that's what no judgment because it's not to. bothering anybody else. It applies to no one's gonna make no, the, at least the staff is not going to make fun of you because you don't know what you're doing, and you clearly have never been to a gym before. But like if you're like if you're like stinking up the joint and it's upsetting everybody. <laughs> Yeah, like if you were to go that's in, not, that's not judgment. Is it different than going in and lighting up a cigarette? I don't know. Because like it would that that smell would be offensive to other people, right? Mm-hmm. I, man, I don't know what you do. What about if you that. just had lots of chili the day before and you're you're oh. carrying a cloud around with you? Oh, like well. is that? No, I'm just saying. Like, is that they should say something, right? You two. Need a timeout. <laughs> Me? Both of you. What did I do? You did the thing I can't remember in the last segment. <laughs> when I said you took it too far. Oh, you're... Uh, okay. We're doing a real segment. Wheeler's like, what if you toot? Well, I mean, well, but like can't electric, toot if you walk around tooting. Yeah. That's the only side I identify with. Okay. Kevin, Kevin has that. electrocuted his brain in the last segment, I think. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to change a lot. What if he has crappy pants? I mean, are people going to judge you for that? I don't know. Do they? I'm just saying. <laughs> See what I work with? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) On the other side of the break, Michael, you have to stay for this. I have a take on Donald Trump and the win in Iowa that no one's going to see coming. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 134 DGS on KMOX. First of all, let's say hi to my mom. We're, we're, the guys are asking about my mom. She'll be 97 in September. She lives alone. She lives in the same house wow. that my... My, she and my dad built 1946. She's listening right now, so hey, Francis. Hey, now. Hi, Mrs. Glover. Hi, Mrs. Glover. <laughs> She's probably drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Would she get mad at you for saying that? She forgets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the time I see her, it's all gone. Because so. like, if I said that about my dad, he'd laugh. If I said yeah. that about my mom, she might be upset no, with me. My, my mom's been watching the Dave Glover show for almost 60 years. So okay, yeah. she, so kinda, she gets it. She kind of gets it. <laughs> She's the first one that got She's it. Drunk. <laughs> she really was. She really was. They said this old landlord uh, from a long time ago who would call, her name was Alice, sweet lady, and she would call in the middle of the day and say, hey, just wanted to remind you guys, like, make sure you don't... Uh, put ice or rice down the drain, you know, stuff like that, coffee grounds. And we'd say, okay, no problem. And then she'd call back like eight hours later after she had had a bottle and she would leave these awful messages like, you guys are killing me with the rice in the drain. We're like, what are you talking about? Awesome. Like, oh, got another Alice voice message. Come listen to this one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you ever date her? I never even saw I don't know what she looks like. What? She had a handyman come out and <laughs> his, awesome. forgot his name, but that was it. N- don't know what she looked like. <laughs> she gotta be dead now. Uh, may she rest in peace. <laughs> may she rest yeah. in peace. You guys are killing me. <laughs> what? <laughs> we haven't done anything. Uh. Okay, here's my take on what happened last night in Iowa. So before anyone else says it, I'm going to say it about myself. I think I have Trump derangement syndrome, but it's different than what conservatives, I can't say conservatives because that's totally different than Trumpsters. It's different than what Trumpsters say is Trump derangement syndrome, which is, as I think, when they say it, it means you're wrong about all the facts. You don't see the forest for the trees because you have Trump derangement syndrome. You just hate him so much you can't see the truth of his genius and all these fake allegations against him. What I mean by it, uh, and and my good friend Rach can vouch because she had to talk me off the ledge today. We're texting before we came in. And it's that I seem to, by my own observations and analysis, I seem to take the whole Trump thing far more serious than other people do. Like, it really affects me. And it's less, I can be honest, it's less about the worry that he's going to win the presidency again and he's going to destroy democracy. I have enough faith in democracy and the rest of the government. I don't want to see another January 6th, but I think they'll keep it between the rails. It's more about what feels like the ultimate gaslighting. 
You know, like, I don't see how half the country doesn't see it. And it makes me crazy. I can't just watch him win in 31 minutes. And he's going to walk into the the nomination. And I think he's probably going to win. I just do. And like I said, I don't want it. But it makes me crazy to think that either half the country is crazy or I am. Does that make sense? Yes. And in that way, I do have Trump derangement syndrome because I think about it too much. It affects me emotionally too much. It will literally ruin my day far too often. And then I talk to my friends who are more reasonable and they're like, yeah, dude, what are you going to do? Can't do anything about it. You can vote and that's it. Go live your life. My God, I wish I could be more like that. But it, it, it makes me crazy. I feel like I'm at a dork party and they are dancing to Velvet Underground badly and they're drinking tequila shots. And it's just I'm like, I'm at the wrong party. This is not for me. I need to get the hell out of here. And that's how I feel watching this happen. It's like, Rach, your your great line one time about some group of people where you're like, it's like uh, uh uh, a nighttime Sunday school party where they drink too much uh, Dr. Pepper, you know, and you're just like, these guys. And that's how I feel. And it just makes me nuts. I get it. I get it. Um, and maybe it's because you identified with the Republican Party prior to Donald Trump. And yep. now he's the face of what the, yeah, the Democratic or the Republican Party is. That's how I feel about this progressive stuff. Um, the progressive stuff just... I feel like at times I'm irrationally angered by it Yeah. when, you know, because I'm like, wait a minute, we're the party of the working people. Cops are working people. You know, we're out demonizing all these folks. So and maybe it's but it's something in me. I mean, it angers me to the point where I just want to go out and can't you see this? These people are crazy. They just want to take money and throw it up in the air and give it away. But they can't do regular stuff. And I think it's because I used to I identify as what I thought the Democratic Party was. And what it is today, and I'm like, and maybe it is some of that, maybe I'm crazy. You like yeah. look around thinking, geez, did I miss the boat? Well, it seems that we have three groups, and I know we have hundreds of groups, but in general, when I say undereducated, I'm, that's not a, a – that's demographics. You know, anywhere you go, you can see that the, the, the basic Trump voter is less educated than those voting against him. That's just the way it is. Now, I don't think that's the end-all, be-all. I know a lot of very educated people who I can't stand and who I don't think are very smart. But you have sort of an undereducated group who love conspiracy theories. Then you have who Michael's talking about. The far left, I hate the word woke, but it's, we all un- identify with it, who are just super woke and very leftist and let's just waste all of our money. And as long as the tiniest, tiniest minority of group, whether it's sexual or race or religion, where as long as they're OK, everything's OK. And then you have the people in the middle. And Ranj is much farther left than me, as is Michael, as is my son, Nick. But you're normal people. We can have a conversation. Um, there uh, are people who are much farther right than me, but they're normal people. We can have a conversation, right? And so I feel like those are the three groups, the kooks, the kooks, the normies. And as a normie, which I am very proud to say, I feel nuts. Yeah, because what we're talking about are on these fringes that you that we're describing, the, the people that are the way that they are, everything's about emotion. 
It's in t- the, the love of Trump is everything about anger. He's mad at the people you're mad at, and you love that he's going to stick it to him. And the people that are in that, I, I guess, for lack of a better term, the, the woke crowd, they're mad at everybody that s- says anything that offends them or does anything that offends them. Or, you know, sometimes just, again, in both cases, sometimes justified, sometimes not, right? There are reasons to be angry, but you can't be, like, nonstop always angry. And there are reasons to be defensive, but you can't be defensive about every single thing. You can't have little things become big things. But it's it's emotion-driven, and that you, what drives me crazy is the lack of rationality and consistency in thought, right? Be consistent. If you don't like something your opponent's doing, don't do it yourself. And let's, like, I mean, you can't talk about something if you're not willing to think about it. But everything that we see in there is very emotionally reactionary. <clears throat> what do you guys think of when I when I say I think Donald Trump will be president? And here's why I think it. You see the passion he has from his people. And on the other side, I just pictured Joe Biden last night, like opening up a box of animal crackers and making the elephant and the camel fight. Right. I mean, I don't know what the hell that guy's doing. And so (laughs) we got Michael, like (laughs) much like Hillary Clinton. We have Donald Trump and I voted for him the first time. We have Donald Trump because Hillary Clinton was a lazy lard. Like she just didn't do anything. And very dislike. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm afraid of that with Biden. Just less out of laziness and more out of being out of touch and just being so painfully old. And when I say painfully old, uh, there are 80-year-olds out there that could whip my ass and outthink me and outwork me. No doubt in my mind. He's not one of them. Right. Well, and it's it's aggravating. And look, I'm all for um, Joe Biden to be president again. Uh, but it, it, it's obvious, and we're, we're the, the Democrats are try, trying to make the case to the American people that hey, we're the party of adults. Yeah, we're not the ones who are going to go act like crazy. But look the other way while weekend of Bernie's is going on. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like it, it's 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 frustrating to uh, to sit and watch it. And look, I think the president's. I'd take him at one percent of his capabilities over over Donald Trump. But it, it it's just such a hard message to go out and. To carry that these people are so evil, so therefore you ought to be on board with what we're up to. And what we're doing is maybe not responsible. Well, like the Trump stuff, and I, I, I think you guys can tell I really mean this. It's so obvious to me, you know, that, nope, he didn't sleep with that porn star, didn't pay her off. He yeah. didn't sexually abuse E. Jean Carroll. He didn't defame her. He didn't this, he didn't that, he didn't that. 91 uh, counts in indictments against him for everything from hoarding the documents and misusing them to January 6th, all that stuff. And the people who are passionate about him believe that they're all completely untrue. I start to question my own sanity. I start to question, am I on the wrong side of this? Does that make sense? Because when something seems so obvious to you and so many people think you're wrong, I think it, an intelligent person starts to question themselves, and that feels crazy. Right. I think the simple explanation um, for a lot of our issues is the is the media environment, which is very different than it was mm. 25 years ago. Yeah. I, I, I honestly think we were better off when we had three networks, and that was it. Yeah. But now that we have— The broadcast networks, not the, broadcast the cable broadcast networks, and that was the news you got yeah. instead of 24 hours because yep. everything— Everything that's done now is to appease that, to get hits on Fox News or MSNBC or whatever. 
everything that's done, everything a politician does. So any anytime a politician goes to bat for Trump and all these indictments, when you know they get off the air and privately to their people like, man, this guy, this guy. But hold on, when's my next TV hit so I can come back on and defend him again? When that is the environment, how how do you expect people to not buy it when it's done over and over and over again for years and years and years? Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, Fox especially, they just do it better than anyone else. They just They've do. been doing it longer. But they have a very slick, well-produced, very intentional message. Mm-hmm. And they do it well. That's I, what Roger I spent 20 wanted. years on Fox yeah. stations. And then CNN... And MSNBC just sort of like they're like uh, the Diet Coke of Fox. <laughs> they're, they're trying to be a counterweight. They are sure, but and they're not as good it, at it. But they're doing yeah. it poorly. Well, right. I, I, maybe I'm cynical, but I also don't think that any of those people really truly care about. Well, we know that us. They care about viewers. We know that, and we know that they don't care about the truth. And that isn't an opinion. We how soon we forget, like all the stuff that came out in the January sixth committee. About John Hannity and Laura Ingram and Tucker Carlson, and they're all texting each other, and this guy's insane, he has to go, and blah, 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 and what's he doing? And then a couple of months go by. And it's like it never and they, happened. It's like it never happened. Yeah. 153 DGS. Okay, so for purposes of this radio question, try to put yourself as much as you can that it's real. It's a real thing. If someone offered you a million dollars for every year you take off the end of your life, so my mom's 97, I've got the same genes, I could live to be 100. Instead of living 100, I die at 99, but I get a million bucks. Do you do it? Unless I die you next can do year. As many, yeah, right. You can do as many years as <laughs> yeah, you want. If I got to know when I was going to die, and, you yeah. know, I mean, if I was going to die next year, no, I'm not interested in a million dollars. But Let's say that everyone's guaranteed to 80. live to the average. To 80. Like 80. Let's call it 80. 80. Would yeah. I would I give up a mil, would I take a million dollars to make it 79 instead of 80? Yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah, cuz yeah. you're That's fascinating. Cuz my to quality me. of life would be good better be in that yeah. time. Bingo. That's fascinating yeah. to me because you wouldn't take a billion dollars right for your dog to die. That's right. What? You wouldn't? Yeah. No. No, for someone else to take him. Yeah. Like That's I would right. not give him up. Yeah. No, like, you couldn't like buy my dog. Like if I took Wheels dog and gave it a great life and I gave him a billion dollars. He wouldn't do it. Nope. You could take all my cousins. <laughs> oh, no, you could have all my cousins. <laughs> you could have my right you leg. You could have all my cousins. Yeah. I might, not my dog. Dollars. Hell, I might even give you my brother, but not my dog. <laughs> I might throw in my mom, and I love her. <laughs> I'm here because of her. <laughs> I could make you an offer on your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Billion? <laughs> Nothing more like 5K. <laughs> Rach is like, I cannot uh, I can't wait to get that. on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are getting weird. <laughs> You guys got a mom it's swap? It's the bro zone. <laughs> oh, you the bro zone. Mom swap. Is this Michael? Oh, yeah. oh, sounds like you're trading moms. Oh. Uh, Rach, you taking any? Uh, I would probably take a million, but not more than that. Because, I mean, 80 doesn't seem like that long, honestly. No, I was no. thinking we were going to live to 100 or something. Well, you guys probably will. Yeah. For yeah. real. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd want to live to be 100. Yeah, Depends. that's why I'm like, all right, I would maybe take off, like, maybe I could get, like, two or three million at that point. That would be fine. But, uh, yeah, at 80, I would do one million and call it a day. Andrew, would you take, like, 20 mil and just die at 50? <laughs> I, look, I don't know where y'all are getting this Andrew's going to live to 100 thing from. That ain't happening. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> so I'm taking, I'm taking the money and running.
I think quality of life <laughs> it's makes it any day anyway. It's a that's a huge difference. Yeah. Even if you lose, you know, five years on the back end or whatever. Yeah. To have a quality of life where a thing you never have to worry about is money. I wonder if you went to a nursing home and spoke to people over ninety and said you could have died three years ago, but had three million dollars at forty <laughs> yep. and spent it. You know, and had the whatever that comes with it. Yeah, that's a good question. Let's do it. I don't have the perspective. <laughs> Brought to you by answer, KMOX, but I feel like I feel like, <laughs> I, feel like I would rather have had more fun. This is Maria Kina from Del Mar Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks, Mike. See you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 